Pray in Your Day is designed to empower, to encourage, and to strengthen God's people to walk confidently and boldly in our God-given freedom. Come aboard as we prep for an amazing day. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we are rejoicing in it because God is an amazing God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He has blessed us and allowed us to come together on this Thursday morning. Millions didn't make it, I always say, but we were one of the ones who did. God is so good to us, y'all. And we are thanking him today for blessing us to sleep on last night. He took care of us. He gave his angels charge over us to keep us. He allowed no evil to come nigh our dwelling. And you know what? That's what his word said. That's what he said. And I'm so grateful today because he is a God of his word. Amen. He is an, he's a mighty God. He's a good God. Our words are not even good enough to explain how wonderful and how great he is. Amen. So I'm thankful to, for you today. Thank you so much for joining me on Pray In Your Day. I'm Pastor Frida Cross, and I'm excited about what the Lord is going to say. You know what? He's a mighty encourager. He's our counselor. He's our friend. But you have to lean on him to be with you. You have to lean on him to guide you every step of the way. Amen. So let's go ahead and get started this morning. Father, thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Jesus, for just being so wonderful. You are a wonderful Savior, an awesome ruler, gentle redeemer, all of that. Oh, God, hallelujah. It describes you and even more. Thank you so much for loving us this morning. Thank you so much for giving us a desire to love you. God, we praise you. We magnify you. Now bless us, oh God, through this day. Bless us, God, as we embark on what you have given us to embark on. We trust you. We trust you with every fiber of our being on today. And God, you be magnified. Jesus, you be lifted. Because you said if you be lifted, you will draw all men to yourself. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lord. In your precious name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Thank y'all for coming in. I appreciate it so much. Just go ahead and hit that like and share uh, so that somebody else can be a part of this as well. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you. I can't even say it enough. I believe that God is doing something phenomenal. His will will be done concerning you and concerning I. Amen. To God be the glory. Well, on Tuesday, we talked about our words, the power of our own words. So we're continuing that today. But today I want to um, give you a little different topic. And it is trapped by my own words. Trapped by my own words. My God. We've got to understand how powerful we are. You know, uh, jokingly, last night I was talking um, to, to one of our young people. And they were carrying something heavy. And I said, uh, you might not want to carry that because, you know, you might have uh, 
uh, what, I think I said 10 children down the road. So another young lady said, no, 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 Pastor, don't say that because your words are powerful. Don't say that. So understand that this is not cliche. Our words are powerful and we can be trapped by the words we allow to come out of our own mouth. It's so important to understand that. Sometimes in life, you know, when we go down the road or we um, see things or situations come and attack us or situations come and we are faced with it, then we get mad with God. We get upset with other people and we're like, what in the world? And sometimes we say, God, why did you allow this to happen to me? But I want to throw that question back to you this morning. What did you say? What did you say out of your own mouth to distract or to deter or to turn that situation in a negative way? Amen. And I know it's not always the case, but there are times where we literally ruin ourselves by what we say out of our mouth. And that's word today. That's word. Proverbs 18 and 21 says this. Proverbs 18 and 21. He says, death and life. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So I wanted to read this to you from the Message Bible this morning. This one really brought it down home. Proverbs 18 and 21. It says, words kill. Words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. Let me read it again. Words kill. Words give life. They either poison or they're either poison or fruit. He says, you choose. My God. So the decision is up to us. Now, I want to tell you that even as we're going through this Thursday, we're embarking on the weekend. Watch how you allow yourself to entertain negativity. Mm -hmm. We used to say this when we were uh, children and people say it now, we've heard it. They say stuff like, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. My God, you know what? If you have to make a choice, whether the sticks and stones will break you or the words will break you, I think I would choose the sticks and stones because words get down in your spirit. Words get in your heart and then you will begin to uh, release them out of your mouth and down the road. You know, you can heal from the broken leg. You, you can heal from the broken arm or the broken finger. But those words can literally uh, uh, shape your future. So we've got to be careful. We've got to be careful. One thing the Lord told me, um, he said, we need to learn how to rebuke and to refute. We need to learn how. Just because somebody says something or something negative, we don't stand and agree with it. We rebuke it. Now, I'm not saying get in somebody's face and say, oh, I rebuke that devil off of you. I rebuke that. No, no, no. In your spirit, you rebuke it. The devil has told you that you're going to have to take this medicine for the rest of your life. Don't let those words come out of your mouth. Say, no, no. No, you change it. You 
change it. Let your confession be that, listen, I'm not going to allow what I say out of my mouth to condemn me, to poison me, but I choose, I choose the fruit that I'm going to eat. Mm -hmm. You know, all fruit are not good. They may look pretty. Have you ever seen an ornamental grape tree? It's beautiful. I mean, it lasts probably, uh, uh, I don't know how long it lasts, but in the, in the early spring, it's so beautiful. But the fruit is not edible. So we can't eat everything that comes to us. We've got to, first of all, learn how to walk in discernment. Learn what the Lord is saying about you. And if he's not saying it, then don't allow it to come out of your mouth. Amen. Now, I like what Goop.com said about words. It said, words have power. Their meaning crystallizes perception that shape our beliefs, drives our behavior, and ultimately create our world. My God. Their power arises from our emotional responses when we read, when we speak, or hear. So we've got to be careful on this day what we allow to come out of our mouth. Doesn't matter. We can't be a crowd follower. Just because they're saying it, don't you say it. Because again, let me, let me give you this again. Uh, it says our words crystallizes perception that shapes our belief. In other words, when we allow negativity, no matter what we're facing, yeah, we face things in life and we're always going to face things. But what we say will become our normal. Words will become our normal. So what do you mean? Words will dictate what we have, where we go. That's why we make daily confessions. Amen. And this is why words are so, so are powerful. Because they arouse our emotions. Ooh, my goodness. So when our emotions are aroused, we begin to say stuff that makes us hate. Come on. That makes us uh, have grief. That makes us get frustrated. So this is why we have to choose carefully what we say. Amen. We have to choose carefully what we say. And sometimes words can have frightening power. My God, our words are so powerful, more powerful than we can even realize. So what do we have to do? Number one, number one, think before you speak. Think before you speak. Make that declaration. Say today, this Thursday morning, I'm going to think before I speak. Ooh, sometimes that flesh, ooh, that flesh can rise up. And that flesh, before you know it, will have you saying things about yourself, about others, come on, about situations. And then when you when you get back to the reality in your mind, we'll be like Urkel. Y'all remember Urkel, right? Urkel said, did I say that? <laughs> so we have to get control of our own words. That's why David said, let the words of my mouth. And the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and I and my redeemer. Our words can not only hurt us, but it can hurt other people. You know, you can tell a child over and over every day, you are not going to do this. And 
You're not going to be able to succeed. You're not going to be able to do that. And those words will penetrate the spirit of that child. And next thing you know, they can't do it. Because words are so powerful. Words will shape our lives. Listen, I remember this. Apostle Cross giving the testimony when he was in middle school. And his teacher told, had a meeting with his parents. And the teacher said, just get him in normal math. Just enough so that he can uh, be able to count his money. Be able to add up his money because he's not going to succeed in math. My God. So that teacher continuously spoke those negative words over him. But what he decided that I'm not going to receive those words. I'm not going to receive what you're saying. So, so then not only did he change his thinking, but his parents changed their thinking. They didn't receive what that teacher was saying. So Apostle Cross went on to study in high school, the highest math in high school, the calculus, the statistics. He, he did it all. Then he became an engineer. Now, you know, you know, if you are an engineer, you got to have math. You got to know it. Yeah, you got to know it. There's no doubt, no question about it. But he refused to allow those damaging words to chase, to shape his future. He refused to allow those damaging words to become his normal. So now this morning, this morning, you got to rebuke and you got to refute. Oh, no, no. I'm saying like David, Lord, the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. So I'm going to think before I speak. Number two. I'm going to season my words with grace. Whew. I cannot allow myself to speak out of frustration. Because sometimes, you know, we can speak out of frustration when we are angry, when we are disgusted. Come on, we can say things. And listen, we've gotten over it. We've dealt with it. We've moved on. But what about that person whose soul, whose Spirit, you penetrated. Now, years down the line, they cannot seem to walk away from it. We don't want to be the cause of anybody's demise. No, we don't. So now we have to season our words with grace. We have to season our words, you know. And, and I, I always talk about Apostle Cross because he's my friend, my best friend. But I remember when our boys were coming up. And, you know, boys, three boys, we were blessed to be able to raise them together. But I remember at moments of discipline, you know, I, I would go in. I would go and just get my switch and just go in. But Apostle Cross would say, just go, get out of my way. Let me go cool down. Because he knew that if I address this now, if I allow the words that's in my mind to come out of my mouth now, it can do some major damage. Oh, my God. So in other words, I'm seasoning my thoughts. I'm seasoning my words with grace. Because even though my flesh says, go at it. Even though my flesh says, handle it. Handle them. 
take care of it. I understand that what I allow to come out of my mouth can be damaging, not only to me, but to those who are listening. So you got to season your words with grace. The last one for today, don't allow frustration to shape your words. Oh my God. See y'all, we got to remember as believers, and I will encourage you today, go and read Ephesians 6 and 12. We've got to remember that everybody is not on the same level as you are. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. Key thing, as you are using your words on today, just remember that it's, the fight is not against him. It's not against them. It's not against your boss. It's not against the bill collector. It's not against your neighbor. It's not against your friend. But it's against the principalities and the powers and the, the evil wickedness in high places to get us so frustrated by the situation that we begin to speak damnable words out of our mouth. Ooh, and we don't want to do that today. We don't want to do that. We want to, to understand and to know that we have been empowered by God to take territory, not to speak negative, but to take territory, even over your bodies. You know, you feel that pain? No, don't say, don't say. First of all, the Bible said, let the weak say, I am strong. Amen. Because when you are weak, then he's made strong. So you speak over yourself. You tell your body to come in line. We don't say things like, this thing is going to kill me. No, no. You tell your body. You have command over your own body to come in line. Are we going to face some pain? Absolutely. Are we going to face some struggle? Absolutely. But we have the power and the authority through the word to speak. To speak. Allow not negative words to come out of your mouth, but speak the word of God over your situation. Last scripture for today, Mark eleven twenty three. This is so powerful here. Mark eleven twenty three. He says, for verily I say unto you, verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Now look at that. That's all through this passage. We have to say, first of all, Jesus said, right? And now he says, now we have to say. He says, so whatever we say, we shall have whatever we say. Let me read it again. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're going through, that's your mountain today. Whether it's sickness in your body, come on. Whether it's, it's marital problems, whether it's problems on your job or with your kids, in your neighborhood, whatever you're dealing with, that's your mountain. He said, whosoever shall say unto your mountain or your situation, be thou removed 
and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt. Now look at that. You can't just say it, but you got to believe it. See, we can talk. We can talk a big game. Everybody is saying, I'm praying. But if you don't believe, then it's no need praying. It's no need because your prayers are not going to work. See, we can't be up and down just because things are going right. Come on. Just because you got $200 in your pocket, then you believe. But what about if you have $10 to last you for the next three weeks? Will you believe? The Bible said you can say to your mountain, be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt, but shall believe those things which you say mm -mm -mm, shall come to pass and you will have whatever you say. Amen. So here, 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 Jesus was preparing us right here in this passage for times when we will have direct authority. Glory to God in the spiritual realm to literally take over territory because of our words. Amen. I'm getting excited on this, but we got to pray. We've got to know that our words are so powerful. So today, I'm encouraging you on this Thursday, don't let the devil cause you to say negative things. There are blessings in store for us. You know our cities and our states are going through. We're seeing gun violence. We're seeing uh, accelerated murders. We're seeing so much happening. But don't speak over your neighborhood and say, this neighborhood is going down the tubes. Because if it goes down the tubes, guess who else is going down? You are. And just because something happened don't mean you can run every time. Take authority over it. You have the power to say. You have the power to speak. And if his spirit dwells on the inside of you, guess what? Then he has empowered you for this day and for this hour. You know, and, and we're getting ready to pray right now. I remember when we built our house and we wanted to control the lot beside us. We needed good people to come into that place. So we begin to walk that lot. I remember Apostle Crosswood, he took a bottle, a five-gallon jug bottle of oil, anointed oil, and he walked that lot and he began to say, he began to say according to the word what we wanted. And let me tell you, y'all, when they built that house, those were the nicest people. They bought uh, watermelons and gifts to us. <laughs> Instead of us welcoming them into the neighborhood, they came over to befriend us because we said we controlled the atmosphere. We controlled it. So that control and that power is in your hands today. Speak to your mountain and say, direct it by what you say. No negative words shall come out of your mouth on this Thursday. Amen. Let's pray. God, we thank you and we magnify you. We glorify you. We honor you. We give you this morning the fruit of our lips. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, because it's in you that we live. It's in you that we move. It's in you that we have our being. And we love you today. We glorify you and we magnify you. We lift you. Lord, wash us and cleanse us. 
If there's anything in us that should not be, take it, take it, take it. We relinquish it. We lay it down on the altar before you. Because we want our ways, our thoughts to be pleasing in your sight, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Have your way in us, Lord. We need you, great God. Today, we need you. Now, Lord, if we have spoken negative and we have allowed frustration to come in and to shape our words, we repent today. If we have allowed frustration to cause us to speak damnable words about our situation, about our families, about our, our neighborhoods. Father, we repent right now. So we speak your word. We speak your word. You are the light. And Father, we have the power and the authority through the light to speak life. God, and we speak it today. We speak it in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, have your way. Touch your people everywhere. We need you, Lord. We need a move of God in this land like never before. We speak life, God, in the name of Jesus to our neighborhoods. We speak life to our children. We speak life to our marriages in the name of Jesus. We speak life, God, hallelujah, to our lawmakers, our senators. <clears throat> to the President of the United States. Now, God, we speak that your will will be done. We need you, Lord. Give us a spirit of discernment so that we will know what you are calling for in this hour. Help us not to be frustrated by what we see. Help us not to be frustrated by what we're going with, what we're dealing with. In the name of Jesus, we yield to you, Lord. Help us to pray more. And not to uh, complain. Help us, Father, to bend our knees and get on the altar before you, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we need you. God, we need you today. We need you. I pray, Father, that your power, your anointing would rest on your people today. In the name of Jesus. Change our confession. Change our thought life. Oh, God, help us, Lord, to seek your face. Not our own will, not our own minds, but help us to seek your face. Oh, God, we need you. Yes, Lord, we need you. Revive us again. In the name of Jesus, help us, Lord, not to fall prey to the ways of the world. Because we know, as your word has said in St. John 10 and 10, that the enemy comes but to kill to steal and to destroy. But Lord, your word declare that you come, you Father, you come, that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. So we invite the life giver, glory to God. We invite the life giver this morning. We invite the life giver. Father, we breathe your Holy Spirit. Cover us with your blood today. Order our steps. Season our words. Oh God, in the name of Jesus. Have your way in us on today. That your will will be done. God, I pray protection over your people. As we leave our homes to go to the marketplace. To go to the jobs. To go to wherever it is that we have to go on today. I pray protection over your people. 
I pray protection, Lord. I pray favor over your people. And whatever our hands shall touch that is in your will, give it. Wherever our feet shall trod that is within your will, give it to your people today. Now, Father, we pray a special prayer over the airways. Every demon of the air that wants to come to bring destruction, to bring distraction in the name of Jesus. We bind up those demons of the air in the name of Jesus. We pray protection over our waterways in the name of Jesus. Those demonic spirits that want to disrupt our water system. Oh God, over the public transportation, over the highways and the byways, set your angels of protection. We bind up all murder demons. Yes, we bind them up in the name of Jesus. We take authority over them now. And we say back up. Back up now. Back up. We come against all premature death. Death of our young boys. Death of our young girls. Death of our people. We bind all premature death in the name of Jesus. All drug addictive spirits, we speak to you. In the name of Jesus, addiction to whatever, we come against it in Jesus' name. For you are the light giver. You come that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. Then Lord, show us your glory today. I speak and we pray together on this line that you will heal every sick body. You will heal, Lord. We pray for our sister who is going through that breast cancer. Lord, you can heal. We've seen you heal breast cancer before. Now, God, we ask you to baffle the minds of the doctor. Make them shake their head and scratch their head and wonder what happened. You are the Lord that heals. Send the heat of your anointing to that breast now. We speak to it. We speak to it. We speak to it. And we say, be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Every person who is going through sickness, every person who is going through disease, healed in the name of Jesus. I pray for that person who is dealing with those migraine headaches. And it's like they have clusters of headaches. You don't know when they are coming, but when they come, they put you down. You have to literally lay down to get yourself together. Be healed now. Be healed now. Come on. Healing is still for today. Be healed now. You receive it and you speak it over yourself. Yeah. I pray for that person who is dealing with pain in the hip. Uh-huh. Pain in the hip. In the name of Jesus. Father, let the healing virtue go out now. Touch now. Touch now. Pain in the knees. Be healed now. Be healed now. Thank you for growing cartilage in those knees. You are God of the impossible. You are miraculous God. Heal in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Whoever's dealing with acid reflux, you be healed too. Be healed in Jesus. Come on, just receive it. Don't accept it. Don't accept it. It's not yours. Divorce yourself from it today. Be healed in Jesus' name. Now, Father, we pray over every family who's going through grief. Lord, comfort, comfort, comfort and heal that pain. You are the Lord that heals. So we receive it today. We walk in your word today. Hallelujah. We believe it, God. And we stand on it. 
for your word is true. And we give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. And all the believers say amen. Hallelujah. 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 You ought to give God praise today because he cares and he's concerned about you. Your life is in his hands. Amen. Hallelujah. So we thank you so much for joining us today for praying your day. And remember, praying your day is just a jump start to encourage the hearts of the believers. Jump, it's just a jump start to start you out. It's like that morning coffee to get you going. But continuously pray. Don't stop here. Get your prayers in because I know that the Lord is listening to the prayers of his people. Amen. Put on the screen where you're coming in from. Put on that screen. Amen. Continue to pray as the Lord is giving us direction for this great ministry. And I believe that we're going to reach thousands. Amen. With your help. Thank you for being a part of praying your day. Amen. Praise God. Listen, listen, listen. Join me again on Tuesday morning at 6.30 a.m. I look forward to sharing with you what the Lord has to say concerning us. I pray that your day is great, wonderful. Listen, speak to it. Make sure your words are seasoned. Don't let anything come out of your mouth because you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Love you all to life. Jesus loves you and so do I. Have a blessed and a wonderful day. God bless you. Thank you so much for spending a part of your morning with us. Join us again for our next segment of Pray in Your Day.